Friday, July 24th, 2020. This is We Live on a Planet, and this is episode 417. And I am your host, Patrick. Thank you for joining me. Maybe it's your first time stumbling on over. If it is, welcome. If you're an old friend and you've been here before, welcome back. For the archives, for the records, so we can put it down there and future generations can know in case they listen in a hundred years. Temperature right now, 70 degrees Fahrenheit, feels like 70. Highs are going to be about 80. Winds are out of the northeast, three miles per hour, right off the lake shores of Lake Ontario in the city of Oswego, New York. We have a good show. We'll be heading on over to the fact site, heading on over to the History Channel's website, talking some regular stuff and things, sharing a little bit about my life. And, uh, yeah. That much more. Stick around. We will be right back. Access granted. Access is granted always. Let's start off with our quote. This is from Joe Dispenza. I didn't know who Joe was, so I just looked up Joe. Joe is a best-selling author of a book called Evolve Your Brain, The Science of Changing Your Mind. This is what Joe Dispenza said what if the worst thing that happened to you turned out to be the best thing that's ever happened to you hmm i wonder about that i wonder about that with alcoholism and i'm coming up sobriety of five years in august is that the worst thing that's happened to me and that's turned out going to be the best thing because I can share my sobriety story or is it that having bipolar dealing with this mental health issue that I have for how many years and that's like the worst thing that's happened to me but maybe is that turned out to be maybe the best best thing because I can also through we live on a planet help people because we live on a planet reaches all all across the globe and out there somewhere hopefully my voice is being heard and it's a friendly voice and a voice that you know that's here to help here that is not to judge here to know that i've i've just been through a lot of stuff in my life that's why this is a variety show with the I don't know, variety show flair, you know, type show where it's a personal journal. But I also throw in that other stuff. I've been, uh, yeah, okay, to jump, jump off from our subject. But I'm just wondering, you know, I wonder. Because sometimes I lament, think about how, su- how it sucks to have bipolar. And then I'm like, well, maybe this is... The worst thing that happens for me, it turns out to be the best thing because I can help somebody with this, maybe. I have helped people with We Live on a Planet. I've been told that We Live on a Planet helps people. I'm hoping that it does that today, too, because I'm going to be interviewing Greg Clunas, and he is uh, somebody who wants to be on the show. And he's, he's got big ideas, too. And so I want to see what we can 
what becomes of that. That'll be nifty. Got a, a new bed yesterday. So excited. I'm going to jump topic. You know how that goes. Got a new bed. We were ready. It had to be ordered, so it's not going to come in for like seven or ten days. Come in from Texas, I guess. It's got to be made. Is what the person said. And um, we hadn't. We were ready. We were ready. Our bed was, I think, ten, ten years old, ten or twelve years old. And we got a nice memory foam. And you know, you can't get what you don't ask for. Because we're trying them out. We got our mask on and we're social distancing. There's nobody in the store but us, so we don't have to social distance that much. It's just me and my wife and the salesperson. And the salesperson, she's leaving us alone and saying, hey, I'm not going to hover over you. I'll just let you guys, if you have any questions, though. And we, we had already went online and did a little research and knew what mattresses we wanted to look at. And so... We found the one we wanted, and it came with, if you get a queen or king size, and we have a king size bed right now, you get a free adjustable base with it. And we're like, well, that's nifty. Let's get the free adjustable base. And even though you're getting that, I'm like, okay, that they're offering that to every king or queen customer is going to get that. But I'm buying something, and I'm, buy, I'm planning on buying it today. What what can I get if I'm going to buy it today? And the reason why I'm saying that is because I was in sales for years, and I got hammered that with people all the time. What, what, what else are you going to throw in for me? What else are you going to give me? What else are you going to give me? And so I was like, hey, you can't get what you don't ask for. And so the pillows we were trying, I ended up saying, all right, here's the deal. If I do the deal today, you got to throw in these two king-size pillows. The girl's like, you're doing the deal today, these king-size? And I'm like, yep. She just kind of looked. She goes, yeah, I'll do that. And at first I thought she might be like, no. And I'm like, you're not going to lose a sale on two pillows, are you? Come to find out, though, the pillows that I asked for, $125 pillows. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I never would have spent $125 on a pillow anyways, but we got to get two of those and a new bed soon. So I'm excited for that. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble some more. We'll be right back. Oh, Nyromancy. Oh, Nyromancy. Let's say that one more time. Oh, Nyromancy. Oniromancy. It's a noun. O-N-E-I-R-O-M-A-N-C-Y. Divine, divination through the interpretation of dreams. Hmm. I've never heard of that word. I felt like doing word of the day. I some I forget. <laughs> I don't want to do it and then I forget and then I'll remember again and then I'll forget and then I'll remember again and so I'm almost finally done with a short history of nearly everything by Bill Bryson 
and it's so good. It's so interesting. There's so many dates and like periods that I can't remember, but I think it was like pre-Cambrian, pre-Cambrian period where there was, or was it right after the K, what was that impact they called, where it wiped out almost every species we had. But there was a time when guinea pigs, guinea pigs, little guinea pigs were the size of rhinoceroses. Isn't that crazy? And that rhinos were as big as two-story homes. Also that like dragonflies were as big as ravens. Can you imagine seeing a dragonfly as big as a raven and how loud that must have been to hear that fly? Amazing. I have a short history of nearly everything by Bill Bryson on audio. And I'll put my earbuds in when my wife and I, we take a walk around the track, listen to the, to that. And it's so interesting to just know how rare it is to find dinosaur bones, to find fossils, to, to know that we've only just barely scratched the surface of species that have been here on earth before and how we're only just a blip on the timeline of us as a species being here compared to other species. They said in that one big die off, um, how they thought only like little mammals made it and everything, but they're like, no crocodiles made it too. And crocodiles at that time were three times larger than what they are now. All I think about is that Betty White crocodile movie or whatever it was called alligator crocodile she was in it she was the one oh i think it was called lake placid it was lake placid was the name of that and we used to go to lake placid in the adirondacks and camp and supposedly it was these alligators or crocodiles or whatever they were i i confuse those two i think crocodiles are the Australia alligators are Florida yeah but I think there's both in Florida I think they have alligators and crocodiles boy we ramble a lot don't we guess what I had to have a COVID test Tuesday because my procedure this Monday they have to make sure and when I called to schedule, the person who scheduled scheduled it too soon because I need it Friday. I need to have it again Friday. So I had to go through this whole the swab up the nose, sticking it in the brain to only have to have it done again. Ugh. It wasn't as bad as what I really thought. I think I, since, I don't know, maybe since some of the things I went through with the accident it makes things not so not so bad I'll explain when I come back stick around so what do I mean by like I'm kind of used I don't know that accident I was in in March March 17th 2019 I almost died 
me and my dad. My dad and I, we, we got really lucky. And I broke all kinds of bones and collapsed my lung. And I had to have a chest tube. And I was wide awake for the chest tube. And they put it in right up top near my clavicle. And my clavicle was broken. And the way they had to manipulate it and push it and try to get that chest tube in. And I think it, it was a, a intern. I think it was his new first time putting in a chest tube. And they decided, hey, let's do it on this guy who's all busted up. I've never, ever, ever been through as much pain besides having my back in 2012 when my back blew out right before my back surgery and that sciatic pain. I had never had that type of pain. And so I'm not as nervous now about my procedure Monday because my wife is the one who put it in perspective to me and she's like, you've been through so much worse just recently so much worse this is going to be a walk in the park for you and I'm like yeah you know what I think you're right I think it will be and so that's why like I said the COVID test yeah that's I don't even know I'm comparing that to anything but the procedure that I'm going to be having done I'm not as nervous now because I'm like it, I, they're going to be putting me half asleep so you're going to be in like that sleep state and big deal it's going to be nothing compared to compared to what i went through it's going to be absolutely nothing not that i want to have it done but nonetheless it will be really nothing that bad all right what do you want to do want to get a wrinkle on our brain do we want to learn something try to get smart i think we could we could um hmm, what are we gonna do let's figure it out when we come back we will <laughs> oh what a train wreck we'll flip a coin i don't know what the random rim shot had to do whether we do the history channel or the fact site. We'll find out when we come back. So stick around. It would be a surprise to us both. All right, we're back. That was easy. It was easy to come back, wasn't it? All right, let's go to the fact site. Do it. Do it. We'll go to the fact site and find out. Um, how about eight interesting facts about your liver? We learned about your heart the other day. We can learn a little bit about your liver. We're not going to go too deep into this hole. But the liver, it's a its a big organ. If you take a guess about how big your liver is, Liz, li <laughs> stop it, Patrick. If you take a guess of how big your liver is, if you're thinking it's the size of a golf ball or the size of a grapefruit, you're incorrect. In a fully grown man, the actual size is about the size of a football. Your liver is about the size of a football. The liver is a serious multitasker carrying over, carrying out over 500 different roles. 500 different roles the liver takes care of. Bile is produced and secreted 
by the liver, which we know that, you know, uh, the liver leads a double life. It's an organ and a gland. Did not know that. The liver is the brain's best friend. Well, why is that? It says, you might be asking, what the big, what's the big deal with glucose? Well, it's the main source of energy for the cells of our brain. And without it, the brain, and without our brain, would quickly stop functioning properly and eventually die. So in times where we're, we have a lack of glucose in our system, for example between meals or during periods of exercise it's a jelly good thing we've got our liver to convert some of the of their stores for us man i couldn't spit that out holy cow that was like sitting in a dentist chair i couldn't hopefully that made sense just letting you know that the brain will or that the liver will produce the proper glucose that the brain needs when in times uh, some medications would be useless or totally toxic without the liver to process them. Yeah, the liver does so much work. The liver is the wolverine. You heard that right. The wolverine of organs. Or is it a gland? I thought it was a gland. <laughs> it's both, right? The liver is the wolverine of organs. Perhaps the feature... Perhaps the feature the liver is most famous for is its superhero-like ability to regenerate itself. The liver can completely regrow from as little as 25% of itself in a matter of weeks. That's the reason why liver donors can donate over half of their liver to someone who needs a transplant and completely recover. Whoa. And the ancient Greeks were fascinated by the liver. Yeah. The liver is the second biggest organ in the body following the skin. Like I said, it's about the size of a football. All right, well, we learned a little bit of something, right? Got a little bit of wrinkle on our brain. I struggled through it, but I think we got the gist of some facts about the liver. All right, stick around. When we come back, we will, um, yeah, we'll, how about we head on over to the History Channel's website? We'll do that. I'll be right back. And just like that, we're back. It's magic. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we are at the History Channel's website. The History Channel's website. And uh, I love history. You can learn a lot from history. And you can learn a lot from the History Channel's website. And if you're learning, listening, history.com, get a hold of me. I'll, I'll be your guy. On this day, 1911, July 24th, Machu Picchu ruins are discovered by American archaeologists. Machu Picchu, that ancient Inca settlement in Peru. Wouldn't it be neat to go there? Wow. A lot of people go there. Over 30,000, excuse me, more than 300,000 people trampled through Machu Picchu every year. 300,000 with over 3,000 3, stone steps 
about five miles. It stretches and impresses five miles, but was just totally lost for over four, almost 400 years. Crazy, right? I watch you know, those investigative discovery shows or whatever, and they're using those new LIDAR scanners, and they're able to scan the jungle with these LIDARs, and it takes away the trees and all that stuff so you can see what's underneath the jungle canopy. And they're finding all these old Mayan ruins and as Amazon, it's just amazing. These cities that are in the Amazon and been buried by the jungle. Here's one, 19th century in 1847, the Mormons settled Salt Lake Valley. 1982, it's the Eye of the Tiger. I can't sing it out. Eye of the Tiger from Rocky. Guess what Rocky that was from? Eye of the Tiger. Wouldn't you think Rocky won? That's what I, all of a sudden I was saying. It was like Rocky three. I have the Tiger from Rocky Three tops the U.S. pop charts. Hmm. And now that song, and every time you hear it, you just you feel like I don't know if you're at a gym and you hear it, and your headphones are on, you feel like maybe walking a little faster on the treadmill or hitting the punching bag a little harder or get that bump, 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 bump. I can do it, bump, bump, bump. Okay, (laughs) not enough. Um, 1969, Apollo 11. Apollo 11 safely returns to Earth. If you follow the show, you know that the other day was when the Apollo 11 launches in 1969. And we have the first landing on the moon. It's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. 2005, Lance Armstrong wins 7th Tour de France. Well, we know what happens with Lance Armstrong's record. And that's so sad. After surviving testicular cancer and his rise to cycling greatness, inspiring cancer patients and the Livestrong bracelets and all that, and then come to find out supposedly cheated doesn't sit well with you doesn't make you feel right you're like that's I feel swindled me 1998 art literature and film history saving private Ryan opens in theaters good movie Steven Spielberg's World War II epic saving private Ryan hard to watch beginning of that and everything is just Powerful, powerful movie. All right, what else do we have? Uh, Seventeen seventy-six. John Hancock scolds Major General Philip Schuyler. If you watch Hamilton, that show that's out on Disney Plus or if you had the chance to go see it live on Broadway you'll know who those their names are or if you know a little bit in history you'll know who those guys are too 
And I think that does it for this day of history. There's always a lot more that you can find uh, over at the History Channel's website, and I encourage you to do that. Stick around. We'll be right back. Well, that was fun. Thank you so much for stopping over to We Live on a Planet. I appreciate your time. It was just a blast. I look forward to talking to Greg Clunez. Hopefully you can tune in to that episode. I don't know when I'll be airing that yet. I'm going to be talking with him this afternoon. And we'll see how it goes that it doesn't turn pear shape on me or anything like that. Fingers crossed for me, folks. Folks. (laughs) All right. And um, do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental the best you can. And, yeah, appreciate your time. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. Contact me at WLOAP.com. Leave me a voice message or a little email and be a part of the show. I would love to hear from you. Love to get you on the airwaves. Let you share your voice to the world. All right, my friends. Take care. Peace.